Monday, March 13th. Today I finished The Come Up, an oral history of the rise of hip-hop. A 500-page, more or less, I think it's 492 with, you know, acknowledgements and stuff. Um, It's long, it's big, it's fat, and it is done by Jonathan Abrams, who is... um, he did the oral history of The Wire, which I read a few years ago and probably spoke about on here when I did that as well. Uh, it was fantastic. And, you know, obviously when I saw this person writing on this topic in this format, it was a, a no-brainer for me. I mentioned it last week with uh, the fun little biggie anecdote. Anyway, 500 pages on the history of hip-hop essentially uh, told by people in the game. Now, just you know, hearing that obviously the the floor of this thing is is pretty high, and I would say that the first one to two hundred pages, um, I was so psyched about what was happening, what I was reading, and uh, it was just real down and dirty you know, real old school people who were there, you know, really there in 1972 and the first people to sign this person and how this producer met this. And and it was really engaging. Uh, I would say that, and this is a a twist, obviously, I, I would think that most people expect me to be like raving and ranting about this thing nonstop. And it, it's it's certainly worthwhile for any hip-hop fan and and then you know for non-hip-hop fans as well but certainly for hip-hop people um some point in the middle of this book i was just a little bit like all right what's going on here because we got to i remember coming here and and telling my wife here being our bed (laughs) our bedroom um I'm 300 pages in and I haven't yet heard a mention of Wu-Tang, Nas, Jay-Z, Biggie. It just hadn't addressed uh, really, you know, 1993, four or five. It did like an early native tongue section, which is Tribe, you know, one of my favorites, obviously, with De La, Jungle Brothers, Momoni Love, etc. Um but it never, it did, it hadn't at that point, and this is hundreds of pages in. So if they're not saying that, you know, what are they talking about? And I, I respect the the idea of really going across the nation here, but I just don't need too much time on a nightclub in Memphis where one certain sound might have come from. Like, Houston, sure, Atlanta, sure, New Orleans, definitely. But it just kept getting a a little too dense and a little too obscure at parts. And riding off that comment, the whole thing was was too democratic-like the Memphis thing or two live crew, two live crew, right? 
I remember an early hip hop days of me my life, late eighties. Like they were, you know, they were they were a big news story for a minute. But they got, you know, four or five pages of this thing, which is a lot for any one topic here. And Wu Tang got less than that. Jay Z even less than that. It's just it, it was it was too evenly dispersed. <laughs> like I and and maybe that's just because of me and my era and where I'm from and I'm very obviously lean super super heavy to that but objectively those things are way more interesting and popular and and played way more of a role in this massive growth of this unstoppable paradigm of hip hop and it should have gotten more color than some of these obscure things. Another thing that uh, I found interesting, and this is clearly a decision by Abrams heading into the book, uh, there are very few big names that speak. Like the, the, the story here is told of, or from rather, label people, um, you know, A&Rs, producers, some artists for sure, but you don't hear from Diddy or Jigga or anyone from Wu-Tang or Nas or Dr. Dre or Snoop or Eminem. It's people who were, you know, next to them or next to the person who was next to them type of thing, telling the story, which in some cases is super cool. And like, I, I, I get it and respect it. It's like, we, we've, we've heard from these people for decades now and we, we know a lot of the things that they think or care about or feel about this, this, this genre, this culture of hip hop. So in many instances it was cool, but you know, the, all those things combined and throw them into a 500 page book, at points it was like, all right, I'm uh, I'm ready to keep like I'm ready to move things along here. I don't I don't I don't want to keep reading about something from this obscure place that I'm not that interested in. And I don't think was that huge of a deal compared to what some of these other people did, like fucking Bad Boy. So, I think it could have been 350 pages instead of 492 pages. Um that being said, there were things in there that were like, wow, that's fucking awesome. And you can certainly read it in spurts. You know, I read 10 to 20 minutes a day, basically, for, I don't know, six weeks, whatever, two months. I don't even know what it was. But it's certainly something you could read for a year and just have it on, like, you know, a coffee table book. And you pick it up and you're like, all right, I'm going to read from here to here. And, like, it's very – he breaks it up. J. Abrams breaks it up with – it's clear where the font is. It's, like, his commentary on, like, all right, now we're starting a new section on blank without saying it that, you know – that simply but um it's it's easy to do in pieces so if you're a hip-hop fan and interested uh, i recommend it but keep in mind that it is dense and and long and uh, may not be exactly what you expect going into this